0: Hey, just a warning. While Fuller House is a family show, The Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to The Fullest House podcast, where we are very famous race car drivers. I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And I'm Zach Horowitz. What a... What an episode! What else to say?
1: Yeah, this is indeed an episode. This is (laughs) is indeed an episode. episode. You know,
0: you know, you know. In a lot of ways, every episode is an episode, but this is an episode. That's true. It is.
1: It. You know, he's got a point. Like it or not, he's speaking facts. But is this show a TV serial or a TV
0: series? (laughs) You're right. You're right. People don't like to hear the truth, but these episodes of Fuller House are, in fact, episodes of Fuller House.
1: I know. It's the hard truth. People may not want to hear that, but, you know, we just got to bring the truth to the people. You know, it's all about uh, integrity.
2: I always thought they were episodes of the boondocks, but what do I know? See, see, I thought every once in a while I'd be watching and I'm like, this
0: is an episode of Frasier. But you know what was happening? (laughs) You know what was happening? You know what was happening? I wasn't watching Fuller House. I had put on Frasier.
1: Now I'm just imagining like the Fuller House intro plays and it's just like an episode of Law and Order.
0: <laughs> just just the, the peppy Fuller House, Carly Rae Jepsen theme and song. Then, and, then it, and then it cuts to an alleyway and there are these two people and they find a dead body. <laughs> oh Definitely. God.
2: Yes. <laughs> What role does Fernando play in this Law and Order? Is he a detective
1: or an attorney? Guy who will not start moving crates.
0: Yeah, Fernando is definitely somebody they interview like on a dock.
1: Yeah. Yes. Picking up boxes. Uh. Anyways, the episode of Four House. Yeah, yeah. This is indeed an episode starring everyone's favorites from the prequel series, including Bob Saget and John Stamos, and Dave Coulier. I so thought you were going to stop after them, just saying,
0: everybody's favorites <laughs> from the original series. Uncle Jesse, Danny Tanner, and that's it. Those are your favorites. <laughs> and no other examples. Uncle Joey is also there, but he's not your favorite. And Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky is also there. I am sorry. You know what? You know what? I think there are actually like more characters from... The original Full House
1: because DJ's there and Stephanie's there. Oh, he's and right. There. Oh my God, yeah, that's true. He's right. Oh no. Oh God, we're having a. Oh, I'm, I'm. I think I'm having a bit of an existential crisis right now. More truth bombs. You're not ready for them. I. You know, really, the only favorite from Full House that we're really missing here is our boy Steve. He's not in this episode. No Steve Hale. This this season has
0: been light on Steve, and it is it is suffering for it, I must say. Yeah.
2: That's true. I miss him. But we do have Matt. Yeah, but it's not the same true. that Steve.
0: To co-opt your thing as an amazing transition, also not here today, is Jimmy Gibbler, our best Timbo boy. Ooh, that's a good transition. And the episode starts out, Steph is on the phone with him, saying, I miss you, I'll talk to you when I land. Have fun taking those pictures of baby pandas, and hey, take one home for me. And then immediately, Steph starts saying, "Oh no, Jimmy, Jimmy, no, Jimmy, no, that's no. illegal. Don't do that. No, no, Don't, I was joking. No, Jimmy, I'm kidding. Don't do that. That's <laughs> illegal. No. no, no, Jimmy, put down the knife. <laughs> Jimmy, no, Jimmy, you have so much to live for. Jimmy, why?" <laughs>
2: The spin-off is Jimmy's quest across Asia carrying a baby panda under his arm,
1: saying, Step back or I kill the panda. Were you not there for the great panda heist of uh, of twenty whatever?
0: <laughs> oh, is this is is panda heist our spin-off for the episode? Have we hit it already? <laughs> Jimmy Gibbler has to assemble a crack team of criminals to steal a panda. Oh my god. Jason Statham is definitely there. Yes, Jason Statham. Yeah, who's who's on your who's on your panda heist team? If you had to pick you and four other celebrities to heist a panda, who would you choose? It's America's favorite game show, Panda Heist. You and four celebrities. No,
1: this is what I'm hijacking the podcast now. We're doing this now, fantasy draft style, four, four three man league, four picks each. Okay, so Statham has to. So be that, there. that's your first pick, Harrison. You pick Statham. Okay, 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 okay.
2: Oh wait, Dwayne Johnson. No, oh, that's awesome not how the draft works,
1: Harrison. We get picks before oh, you. Oh, okay. And with the second pick in the draft, I choose The Rock. <laughs> Damn it! All right, now Mark gets two picks. Okay, uh, I'm.
0: I get two picks. I don't. Yeah, Zach a... is the only one who knows how this works.
1: Yes, I. I. It's. It's a snake draft format. Yeah. Sports ball. First
0: off. First off, Danny Glover.
1: Ooh, it's
2: a good pick. Okay, yes, I yes, I, yes,
1: I think he
0: deserves to be there. Um, Danny Glover, yes. and then um, yeah, Tyler suggests, and I think I think for a little bit of levity, Lin Manuel Miranda.
1: Ooh, that's good. Ooh, that's good.
2: Yes, Oh, that's a good one. I was hoping you wouldn't notice his text because I was gonna
1: pick him. but
2: instead, <laughs> I, 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 will I it's take... my t- no, <laughs> it's reverse order, Harrison.
1: <laughs> Stop jumping the gun. What,
0: Zach, you're the only one who knows how this works. Don't stop
2: yelling at us. Zach, the last fantasy draft I did was like in elementary school. The way that (laughs) the the
1: snake draft works where it goes one person through to the last person. And then the second round, it's reverse order. So you keep going like it's like a snake. Uh, Anyways, we'll we'll continue. We'll continue the draft after the podcast and we'll post it on our socials. Uh, Okay. can we actually Uh, do that can we actually post that on our twitter our apocalypse team our panda heist teams and we can have our viewers vote on who has the best team
2: (laughs) yes our first real call to
1: action yes who has the the best panda heist team
2: hey guys tweet
0: (laughs) tweet your panda heist team and tag at (laughs) fullest (laughs) house pod So anyway, Steph is going to L.A. to film Wake Up, USA. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Nepotism. Yeah, she's performing her boring song on the show. I I think you summed it up perfectly where you said that it just sounds like 15 other pop songs. Like this bizarre Frankenstein of. I think I pointed out Stacey's mom, and you always think of a cl- total eclipse of the yeah. heart. And <laughs> Tyler Tyler had a good point
0: that it's what Fountains of Wayne were parodying or making fun of in the 90s. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's this, it's this Frankenstein of all these other different pop songs. Or... Is it Stephanie's Frankenstein's monster of all these different pop songs?
2: Ooh! Or is Frankenstein really the monster? What if the real Frankenstein's ooh. monster was the friends we made along the way? <laughs> 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 the friends we made along the way, suffering from donut poisoning, because that's the B plot. They, <laughs> yes,
1: they, yes. While they're ooh. getting ready, while DJ is getting ready for her and Matt's trip to the wine country. Ooh! ooh you guys didn't romantic. say it with me. You guys didn't say it with me. Everyone says it in unison. All right. Oh, take two. When DJ and Matt I are planning said their it. trip to the. I said it. But Harrison didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, okay. So anyway, we're, take no, two. we're, d- we're, going, again, we're going when? Again. We're going Yeah, Run it back. Take All right. Two. So when DJ and Matt. Plan Do you want me to, to reslate? <laughs> country... So when DJ and Matt. <laughs> so when DJ and Matt are planning. are going on their trip to the wine country. Ooh, Ooh. neither of you said
0: it. I said it! <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm giving you the cue. Zach, I said it. Okay, third take, What's what's up with you today? (laughs) I don't know. Everybody, stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. Zach, I want you to breathe in. (laughs) (laughs) You seem very high strung today. I want you to breathe in.
1: Listen, I've got got the plans for the podcast. I got perfect bits and, you know, I just got to get through them all. I think we're good. All right. I think we're good. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. So when DJ and Matt are taking their trip to the wine country, ooh, Ooh. there we go. Uh, Who should come to babysit the children, but Canada's favorite son, Dave Coulier? Ooh. Ooh, No. Guys, you didn't do it with me. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Ooh. I'm sorry, Mark. I wasn't expecting Uh, it. And Dave Coulier. Let's just move on. Let's move on.
2: Yeah, Dave Coulier. He's,
1: he comes in and he's got donuts. And that was like the Netflix thumbnail for this episode. And I was saying before we started, I think I want that to be the last image I see before I die. Dave Coulier handing me a box of possibly poisoned
0: donuts. It's it's Dave Coulier hands you a box of donuts and just says like, you've been good. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can finally rest. Uh, and, uh,
1: yeah, I can finally rest. Yeah, you can finally yes. rest. Uh, I
0: do, I do want to say, we've mentioned it before, that sort of our automatic reaction to when Uncle Joey shows up is to go, Oh, no. And I think this is the episode where it first
1: actually happened. Yeah, because he really just came out of nowhere. It just flowed out of my vocal cords. This,
0: this time when we were watching it, I had a similar reaction because he walked in and
1: I went, Uh. (laughs) I I remember distinctly it happened like Joey walked into a scene and Harrison immediately just goes oh no to which we all started losing our shit and we realized you know what that really is the proper reaction to Dave Coulier yeah he's
0: just he's always being so much (laughs) I can't take
2: it (laughs) I just can't I mean, he literally shows up to stop the drama and just cause chaos in the household. Hey, everybody. Uncle Joey brought donuts. And they're pretty much poisoned. Yeah, I he's an
0: agent of chaos. His When he first shows up, remember, he's trying to torment the children. Today, he showed up and poisoned the kids. Yep, <laughs> that's what this episode's about. He poisoned to the kids and himself and the DJ. Every time Uncle Joey shows up, it's just chaos and misery.
1: <laughs> Which I don't—I feel like I usually love an agent of chaos, but Dave Coulier is just—it's a little too much chaos. I mean, I think sometimes there's a cap on how much chaos you can handle, and he just goes past yeah. that.
2: Wait, guys, I think Tyler brought up a good point. Are those donuts filled with? Get
0: the fuck Red. out!
2: <laughs> Get the fuck that, out! <laughs> that
0: would make them pretty <laughs> hazardous to eat.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how they would eat it, but if they somehow managed, their their, their digestive system would just. They're be made fine. of wood, <laughs> Mr. Woodchuck. <laughs>
1: thankfully mr woodchuck
2: did not eat the donuts and was therefore not
1: mr woodchuck wasn't there which is a real shame because we all know there's palpable sexual tension between joey and mr woodchuck
0: yeah i have a very i have a very (laughs) serious question would all of these uncle joey appearances be better or worse if all of them had mr
1: woodchuck as well better better for sure. For sure yeah i think so
2: I hesitated on that one. But I did yes. not
1: hesitate. <laughs> I knew immediately. I was like, no, everything is better with more Mr. Woodchuck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they they all get sick because the donuts are from a sketchy place, yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah, that's never really explained. <laughs> uh, food poisoning, that happens. Yeah, um, it just yeah. happens, yeah. Went to a place with a C rating. Yeah, yeah No, there, there's a joke
0: where Uncle Joey says... There's a joke where Dave Coulier says... I'm starting to think the D in the window doesn't stand for donuts.
1: <laughs>
0: so also, he's an idiot. He he doesn't know. He can't recognize
2: a D health grade. Oh, oh we get the joke now, do we? <laughs> I thought he meant diarrhea. That's Ugh. what I
1: thought. I thought that as well. That's okay.
2: Yeah, I that is much more clever than I gave it credit. Yeah, I think for. we might like be okay. giving the show
1: too much credit here. Yeah,
0: may, maybe I was reading too much into it and made it into a good joke. Um but that's what I got out of it that the D in the window was a D health rating.
1: That would that make sense. sense, but okay. I think we might be giving the show and you might be giving the show too much credit. <laughs>
0: I never want to be unfair to this show. We yeah. rip on this show a lot because it deserves it, but I never want it to be <laughs> not
1: when it that deserves be, it. That should yeah. be the tagline of the podcast. We rip on this show a lot because it deserves it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and we should be clear again. We've said it before. We love this show. It deserves all the yes. rest. It. Yes. This, this is a fun episode. It's, it's a very fun episode. It's just, it's just our nemesis is in it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
0: man who torments and poisons
1: children. God, just imagining Dave Coulier is like a super villain. The Dastardly Donut. The Dastardly oh Doctor Donut. <laughs>
2: uh, anyways
0: I, a couple important things before everybody goes off to LA to La La Land. Yes. I just I think it should be noted. Uh Kimmy walks out. In, like, sunglasses and a hat and everything. And the audience goes, Woo! But it's not... I I don't know if it's super deserved.
2: No, it really isn't. It's just a sun hat. She wants
0: to go to to L.A. to become a star. Fernando is also coming, thankfully.
1: Yes, Fernando is here. And he's there because he wants to visit the set of... uh, A sitcom called Police Police Mom. Mom. Why Why did I think it was called Space Mom? Why did I, why, well, I, I couldn't get the, I couldn't get Space Mom out of my head for some reason. I'm like, wait, no, that's not it. They, that, that, I mean, that's, it's later on the episode, but.
0: That's, it was an experimental season where Police Mom went to space. Is it a yes. sitcom or is it like a drama? Is it a procedural? Both. I don't know.
2: Huh.
1: Is it, wait, is this our spin-off for the episode is Space Mom?
2: Well, just based on the, the, the setup they gave it, like, she may be a mother of, six or something she's but... got the right to remain sexy oh Tyler's saying in the chat that it's a procedural it's just the setup sounded like a sitcom yeah it, set-up sounds, yeah, it sounded alone. like it could be come. Well,
0: yeah but the tone they said it with wasn't she may be a mother but that doesn't stop her from doing some great police work it was more like you know okay. she may be a mother but that doesn't stop her from putting her all into her police work or you know mm, okay um, I get it. I
1: get it so it's a, it's a procedural. Yeah. It's also apparently a big hit in the Latino community. Well, that was funny. Going into yeah. this
0: episode, I forget who it was, but somebody remembered it as being a telenovela.
2: I think it was me. I think I was like really set on the notion that it was a telenovela, and I think it's because the two Hispanic characters in this were They're really, really were into, into it. it. So,
1: of course, being Fernando, our favorite boy, and uh, the adoption <laughs> lady, because... Jesse and Aunt Becky are they they're they're trying to adopt a kid. They're They're getting the adoption agency. They're trying to adopt a kid. Yeah. And uh, Mrs. Lopez from the adoption agency is here. Wait, look I'm just noticing something right now. We're we're
0: kind of jumping around a little bit. We should say they all depart and they go to the set of Wake Up USA. The adoption lady visits right before Becky is supposed to start filming her TV show. Her live TV show. Her live like, TV show. Is it show. to
2: see them in, a, like, a professional setting? Like- Which, sh-
0: shouldn't she be coming, like, to their
2: home? Yeah. That's what I thought they typically do. Yeah, me
1: too. Yeah, but their house doesn't have the set of Police Mom. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> um, Uncle true. Jesse has
0: dressed up nice for the adoption lady. I am forgetting her name. I just wrote adoption lady in my notes. That's very Mrs. mean of me. Mrs. Mrs. Lopez, the adoption lady. Mrs. Lopez, comma, the adoption lady. Yes. yes. Uh, but Uncle Jesse is dressed up all nice. He's wearing a pale gray suit, a little red bow tie. Uh, Becky points out he's dressed like Pee Wee Herman. He immediately says, oh my god, I am dressed like Pee Wee Herman.
2: They should have, wait, they
0: should have kept him in that
2: outfit, shouldn't they? That would have been funnier. He was in right? that outfit. Like, I don't know. Throughout. Well, he took off the bow tie. To look like. Shame ooh, on them. And he like undid yeah. the top button. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he made some sort of Pee-wee joke. I forget what it was. I said, Ado- adoption, that's the secret word. Um, And that's, <laughs> and everybody laughed. Everybody <laughs> laughed. My famously good Pee-wee Herman impression. <laughs> yeah the adoption lady shows up and starts walking up to becky jesse immediately calls security on her yep (laughs) yep which one like great foot to put forward also does not reflect well on him that the first person who walks up he goes yeah security no autographs right now take her away
1: and so to make it up to her, yeah. they take her to the set of Police Mom with Fernando because they both yeah. really want to go visit the set of Police Mom.
0: They both really love Police Mom. <laughs> yeah, it's big in the Latinx community.
2: It's,
1: it's adorable.
2: Fernando he hugs the set when he sees it. Yeah, he starts it's hugging really
1: the cute. he starts hugging pieces of the set. I forgot about that.
0: He had maybe my favorite line of the episode, or my second favorite line of the episode. Our
1: favorite comes later.
0: <laughs> Our favorite comes later. Um, yeah, where he says. I'm on the set of Police, Mom. This is like a dream. A dream where I'm on the set of Police, Mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, Juan Pablo de Pache was clearly having the most fun. Having a ball. Having a ball. Meanwhile,
0: Steph is freaking out because she's going to have to sing her song on live TV. Oh my god! She
1: also comes with them to the set of police. Mom, we should, have, we should have mentioned that earlier. How was that read? How was was that read? Okay with you? That was a
0: good read. <laughs> but I just think it's funny because there are a couple of fun, we're like we're jumping all around the place. I have some chronological things that I'd like to hit, but I'm I'm fine bringing them up this way because Steph is tells Becky and Danny. Oh, I was so nervous. I. Did you notice when I forgot the second verse and just started singing ooh la la? And Becky (laughs) Becky says, oh, that was my favorite part. But I was saying, Steph, I don't think you're ready to perform on live TV. Yeah. If you forgot the song, (laughs) I don't think this is going (laughs) to go well for you. If you forgot the song that you wrote. (laughs) This is, I get it, nerves, but I just... Maybe you shouldn't be performing on live t v in five minutes,
1: yeah, so the the take it away from that she also joins Jesse Becky, yeah. Fernando and Mrs. Lopez to the set of police mom, and uh you know, they're having a grand old time. they decide, oh, for, well, Fernando decides, hey, guys, let's all get in the prison cell that's in that's in the set and take a selfie. Get it, guys? Like a prison cell, but also like selfie, like the pictures that you take of yourself on your phone. Oh, that's what that means. God, gotcha. know it's so easy it, to go with over all everybody's the clever head. wordplay. It's very clever wordplay. Look, to be fair, you need to have a very high IQ to be a fan of Four
0: <laughs> See, I understood the joke with the D in the window, but no, I didn't get that when he was saying selfie. And sell? I didn't. That. Oh my! That's so funny. That is so funny, guys. Guys, that is so funny. That, that's now that's comedy.
2: It is perfect.
0: I don't mean. I'm. I don't mean to be too mean to the joke. I'm just having fun repeating the one phrase. That's <laughs> <laughs> <Busted> comedy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do also want to say, where I keep saying we're breezing through so many things. There is a line where. Jesse keeps, to get on the good side of the adoption lady, he keeps, like, hitting on her.
2: Yes. Uh, God, which is just objectively the wrong way to go about this.
0: Uncle Jesse, you are a married man asking this woman to give you a child. (laughs) And there is a moment, Tyler pointed out, Jesse tells her when he finds out that she's a fan of Police Mom, he quotes Police Mom's famous catchphrase, you have the right to remain sexy, at her. Yep. And the subtitles say, uh, live audience woos, which it does not say for the other woos. It does not specify the live audience, does it? So,
2: presumably... That's the live audience. That's what got the live audience. The cringy pickup line about police. Also implies
0: the other ones. The other woos are fake. (laughs) They're all (laughs) fake. This is the one line that the live studio audience responded to.
1: But yeah, you're right. There's also a line where, uh, you know, he keeps hitting on her and they're at the set of police mom. And uh, Becky pulls Jesse's head and she's like, you know, you're trying too hard, which is. Weird because wasn't Aunt Becky the one who wanted the child? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't weren't wasn't she the one who wanted the child in the first place? Now he's the one putting in all the hard work just so that she can pay off USC like 18 years down the line. <laughs> God damn it.
0: This is this is where the switch happens, which is part of why this whole plot is feels so insidious, because the beginning of this plot is Aunt Becky is so set on, oh, I want a baby, I want a baby. Jesse, we should get a baby, I want a baby. And then starting this episode, Jesse seems to be the only one concerned with the
2: baby. Yep. It's weird, the characters have reversed. It's almost
0: like she's a bad parent. <laughs> Becky, a, a baby isn't like an expensive blender where you're like, oh, I want it a lot. You buy it and you never use it. You gotta you gotta be invested you in You gotta baby. use your blender. <laughs> You got to use your blender. You got to use your blender. And you got to feed it, and you got to take care of it and you got to you got to send it to college eventually.
1: You don't got to send it to college.
0: Everything's different for everybody. Do what's best for you. But a baby is, you can't just be like, I want a baby on a whim and then not use it. You should be using your expensive blender as well, but i it's a little better if you just.
2: Listeners, this all comes from a traumatic experience where Mark was pressured to buy a blender and then his roommates never used it. Um, <laughs> I, it was It was a big investment.
0: It was a big investment and I thought they'd appreciate it. And they were like, oh, Mark, this is so cool. This is so great. We're going to make all the smoothies. And like we made smoothies twice. Wow,
1: that, that must have been really traumatic. I'm sorry for you. They, which, they were good smoothies. They were good smoothies. But twice. You should have made those again.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I get my roommates this expensive fancy that's what I'm <laughs> Uh When you oh. don't know what joke to actually make, uh, one fun trick you can do is just start speaking in a really high voice.
2: Oh, really? Is that something you yeah. do? <laughs> Oh, it's awesome! Oh, that's supposed to be such a crazy- Hey Tyler, how
0: is this to listen
1: to? I am just like shaking my head, disapproving. Uh, yeah, you're you're a real grumpus today. I'm a, I'm a Zach. real yeah. Listen, listen. I've got I, I've got my vision for the podcast. Okay, we were gonna do like our whole little thing. We were gonna assemble our panda heist teams. You guys didn't want to do that, which is fine. All right it's fine, I got out hey, we're totally, totally doing it, it. I, think, I think I think
0: you're the one who said let's do this after,
1: okay, okay yeah, it was taking too long so I changed my mind <laughs> why is that our fault? <laughs> <laughs> and is that that's your fault because <laughs> you didn't pick
2: quickly enough <laughs> what? Okay.
0: and then you're, you started yelling at us when I was saying the ooh along with you and Harrison just <laughs> wanted to make you happy but didn't know how <laughs> And you started yelling at us. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I'm is just, everything okay, I, Zach? Did you get thing. your roommates a blender? I, I just, <laughs> I'm
1: just speaking in a really high voice because I don't know what <laughs> joke to make here. <laughs> <laughs> always works.
0: Always works. It, you know what?
1: Uh, no, I doubted you. And you know what? It
0: works. But yeah, they all lock themselves in the cell on the set of
2: police mom. And the excuse they give is interesting. They they acknowledge the weird plot hole of why the fuck does this prop cell um lock? And uh they say uh that police mom is incredibly accurate. Which is then undermined later in the plot. But that's neither everything is (laughs) very
0: accurate. Yeah.
2: Which feels
0: lazy to me. You couldn't write a situation where the events you were showing were plausible. Even if even yeah. if everything is accurate, I still think they wouldn't have a locking set because that is a huge
2: fire hazard. It I thought of that. Yeah. That was ridiculous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's also really insane because Becky's supposed to be on the show in five minutes and Stephanie's supposed to perform. Oh no! Oh, um, oh no! And so what happens is the show starts. And Danny Tanner's is like, well, I guess I'm hosting it by myself. And the producer's like, no, no, no. I'm going to have you pull uh, from the thing of Bingo Balls your co-host.
0: It could be anybody. It could be this guy. It could be Kimmy who keeps asking to be on the show. It could be anybody.
1: <laughs> Although <laughs> there's a very good delivery of... Um... So Danny starts trying to host the show by himself and quickly realizes, yeah, he needs a co-host. And so his producer brings out the bingo balls, and he just says without hesitation, "Oh, my balls are here," which, because I'm five years old, made me laugh hysterically. <laughs>
2: my balls have arrived.
1: Oh, my balls are here. Cool.
2: Grumpy Danny handled that line well. I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the line was very well. The delivery moved. was what sold it yeah. for me.
0: Yeah. Um, I do also appreciate, as much as I joke that this is an obvious setup for bringing Kimmy on the show, which it is. He pulls out a ball, and it's not Kimmy's seat. Kimmy's in 23. He pulls out 25. So Kimmy does go over two chairs, sits on the man who's sitting in 25, and says, it's me! It's Kimmy Gibbler! It's your friend Kimmy Gibbler who was chosen!
2: It's me! And she runs down before anyone can argue. (laughs) And they just have a fun time doing morning show stuff. I'd like to think that that ends up becoming, like, like Jenny Nicholson released a video with like the Hallmark YouTube mm-hmm. channel where there's these two hosts on a on a YouTube series and they just hate each yep. other. I'd like to think that's what this ends up becoming for someone yeah. out watching it. Like, wow, he really dislikes this girl who lived next door from him. Years <laughs>
0: later, there are gonna be YouTube think pieces about like remember that one really weird episode of Wake Up USA. where they brought on an audience member and she and the host just hated each other. Yeah. It's like one of those YouTube channels that does like forgotten broadcast moments. I say this with no derision. I'm just, I can see this happening. The next thing in my notes is Kimmy catches a Pokemon.
2: Yes. I
1: think, Zach, you had a problem like she did. Well, no, Tyler brought it up and I seconded that because in Pokemon Go, uh, what you can do is you can like spin on the Pokeball and throw like a curveball for like bonus points. Uh, and she, she didn't do oh, that. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and yeah, I know, experience, not points, but it, it was funnier when I said bonus points. Don't attack yeah. me in the comments.
0: <laughs> At this rate, she's never gonna be a Pokemon master. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she needs those badges. Well, she doesn't have a hat to turn backwards. <laughs> that's, that's right. true. Because everyone knows once you turn the hat backwards, that's when the real shit starts coming. <laughs> yep. That's
2: when you know this shit is serious. <laughs> Right, so she catches a Pokemon while
1: on the show and takes a phone call because she really cares about the show. She takes a phone call on the show for the godly bar mitzvah. Yeah, she wanted to be on the show
0: so badly, and yet the second she gets on the show, she seems to completely disregard the fact that she's on live TV.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Also, does not reflect well on your business, Tanya. Yeah,
1: also Danny Tanner has a nice little conversation with the family of the bar mitzvah boy. It's true. He wishes them muzzle-tub. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That Danny Tanny is a good guy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But meanwhile, back at home, everybody's really sick. Everybody's sick. Including DJ, and it's just up to Matt, because he didn't have any of the donuts, to take care of everybody. I I don't think I brought this up
2: while we were watching this, but one of my favorite moments in this episode is watching Ramona see Timmy Dibbler on TV and just say... Am I hallucinating? Yeah, that was a pretty good moment. Yeah. Is mom on
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Wake Up USA? <laughs> that is that so my good.
1: mom on TV? <laughs> There's also <laughs> a moment where he has um Kimmy and DJ in Ramona's room and then Max, J Money, and uh, Joey in the boys' room. And he gave Joey a bell, which is like rule number one of Dave Coulier is do not give him a bell. It's just, why would you do that? <laughs> But I do want to say there is
0: a line where they're all moaning on the couches where Joey says, like, I think this might be partly my fault. And Max says, no, you motherfucker. (laughs) And he says it. Yes, that's exactly what he says. (laughs) He says it. No, motherfucker. It's all your fucking fault, you ass. Yeah, the eight year old just goes, no, you
1: motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Sometimes I feel bad when I get a sense that an episode is explicit only because I start
1: cursing. Max, Max just <laughs> drops the F bomb.
0: But I was, I was really, um, uh, I stand behind that joke because <laughs> that's what he says. It's basically that's what he what says. What he says, says in in his heart. That's the that's the subtext. That is what
1: he says. That's what his eyes yeah, say with less expletives. Essentially, is what comes out of his mouth. But uh, yeah, he gave Joey a bell and. Tommy has a bell too, which Joey gave him a bell, and he's like, hey, baby with a bell, it's adorable. No, I think he says it's funny, not adorable.
0: Yeah, he says it's funny. Yeah, he it's says, funny. I gave it I gave it to the baby because baby with a bell is funny. And then he goes back to sleep.
1: And then there's a nice like cute little moment where Matt brings Tommy over to his brothers and they're all hanging out together yep. with the dog and it's cute. And and DJ
0: DJ sees Matt being all close with her kids. But meanwhile at the TV set,
1: <laughs> meanwhile the more interesting <laughs> subplot. Yeah.
0: I it's sometimes in these descriptions because we actually do go back to the set in between DJ getting sick and then yes, it, yeah. Matt taking care of them some more and it's like wow, nothing happens in the B plot, does it? Yeah, nothing <laughs> um,
1: really happens no, there. Oh,
2: really nothing.
0: But meanwhile, Fernando can't get any cell service in the cell He's not getting any bars behind bars. I don't get it. Zach, he's not getting any bars like cell phone bars Uh behind bars like in a cell like a cage.
1: Well, yeah, I'd assume that most prisons don't have cell service.
0: But Zach, (laughs) (laughs) this isn't a prison. It's a TV show set.
1: Which is also oh. quite
0: curious. Why don't they get me cell service oh. in this? Oh. Uh, I, I get it now. That is funny, right? This is this is a funny show. This is a comedy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and there's a nice little talk where Stephanie's like, "I don't know if I'm ready." I and there's a nice conversation where Jesse's like, "I taught you to believe in yourself." And that's a nice, like, sweet little moment. And Mrs. Lopez is like, I wish somebody would believe in me. My parents didn't believe in me, and that's why I'm not a synchronized swimmer.
0: And Jesse says, I believe in you, and she says, Great. Now I'll learn how to swim. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but also I before Jesse was done giving the speech to Stephanie. I started writing in my notes, Jesse gives a pep talk to Stephanie and it convinces the adoption lady to give them a baby. Which after he's done, she does say, I'm going to put a good word in for you too.
2: Yeah, Uh. It, it was resolved by him actually proving he is a capable father. Yeah, player, but then he does nice. hit
0: on her some more.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. And then, uh, you know, Lori often decides to bring up now, hey guys, I was a cheerleader back in 19 muffled. Uh, <laughs> what if we made a human period, pyramid? I don't know why I almost said human period. That's not, that's not, how would that work? Uh, a human pyramid. They just, they just go into fetal position and like sit on top of each yeah. other. It's
2: just a big ball, <laughs> a period.
0: I, my mind went to a different kind of human period.
2: Well, that's where my mind went first, but that was too disgusting. So I passed two over types it of Wonderful. There are two
1: types of people. Wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, they say they now like, hey, these bars don't go all the way up to the ceiling. What if we try and put somebody over the bars? Yeah.
0: Which she does some cheerleading moves. The audience woos and it was not woo worthy. Some things are woo worthy. That was not woo worthy. Yeah. And then she says, I'll coach you in making a human pyramid. But then they don't. They just like lift Stephanie up. Yeah. It's not a human (laughs) pyramid. And the cheerleading had nothing to do with any of this.
1: She didn't, she wasn't even part of the pyramid. No. Yeah, no, she just had the adoption lady in Fernando hold up Stephanie and just lift her up. Yeah. Meanwhile, John Stamos in the background just leans on the cell, and what do you know? <laughs> it opens. Whoops! <laughs> just swings open. So that's a whole thing going on where they're like, oh, we're boosting up Stephanie, and all of a sudden they just, all of a sudden Uncle Jesse's just like, hey guys, it's a selfie. <laughs> Which I understand now is a pretty good joke. Oh, it's a, it's a callback. It's yes. a callback. Comedy. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, how the fuck did you get out there? And then they see the hole and they're like, oh, let's get back to the set and leave Stephanie on top of the cell.
0: They do leave Stephanie. They're so nice. They're such nice people. It's like, <laughs> Fernando, I
2: understand. But Aunt Becky? I mean, she, to be fair, she is supposed to be hosting a show. That's true. That is true. And, I mean, she just got out of prison. Yeah. And Lori Loughlin would just be yeah. running for the yeah. streets. You can't,
0: you can't keep a good Lori Laughlin in prison for too long. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, like eventually, Becky and Stephanie make it back. Danny is... Elated to see that he doesn't have to host yeah. with Kimmy Gibbler. Anymore. Well,
0: because he and Kimmy are doing a cooking segment, and Kimmy has made her famous Gibbler goulash,
2: which may be rated like E on the health inspection <laughs> yeah. rating system. Yeah,
0: I, I was very, I was impressed with the show because she started saying something about you know Grandpa Gibbler ate it every day of his life, and I was going to make a joke, and he lived to the ripe old age. Of 57, but she says instead he ate it every day of his life and he almost made it to 40. <laughs> Which
2: is so good.
1: They went even
0: lower. It's a good joke, and I was impressed that they went even lower than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: didn't think they had it in them. So is is Jimmy's clock just ticking? She's yep. almost there.
0: Yeah. Kimmy Kimmy's gonna die soon. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Jesus that's the I mean, implication yeah, that's, that's just the fu- the final episode of the series we haven't seen the final episode yet but yeah. we're just going to assume that Kimmy dies she just drops dead <laughs> yeah, the last scene Kimmy just drops dead for <laughs> no reason
0: some other shenanigan is going on <laughs> like like Max has to convince his teacher that he lives in an amusement park I don't fucking know <laughs> and they have like bouncy castles everywhere and then Kimmy just dies <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> or, you know, they're on the bouncy castle and the teacher is there like holding a clipboard like, oh, he really does live in an amusement park. And then like, like DJ just busts in and says, guys, Kimmy is dead. And like, there's a record stretch
0: I was so afraid of where you we were going for a second because I thought we were going to the direction of corpse in a bouncy castle.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh,
1: Now I have that mental image hey. stuck in my head And it's really funny <laughs> Oh it's so good Wait, You're,
2: you're weekend horrified at
0: Weekend at Bernie's 3 Weekend at Kimmy's Weekend
1: at <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Oh my god. Um, But yeah Oh my god Anyways back to the actual episode
0: Yeah After I mean we talked about it But after all that we go back to DJ And Matt and the gang And Matt's taking care of everyone There's one line at the very beginning. Matt goes to take care of Ramona and DJ who are in the ladies' ward or women's ward. They're both in Ramona's room. And Ramona and DJ both go, uh, and Matt has a killer joke where he says, looks like I did make it to wine country.
1: Heyo. Ooh. Mm
2: -hmm. Got a clever word plays in this episode. There it is. So many clever word plays.
0: This is the cleverest episode, and Matt is the cleverest boy. The cleverest of
1: boys. The cleverest boy in the world. The most beautiful boy in the world. <laughs> but yeah, um, eventually they make it back to the set. Becky's back, and they hand it over to their musical guest, Stephanie. Uh, she plays about two seconds of her song. And they're out of time, and they have to go off the air.
0: Yes. Which is
1: like, why introduce the musical guests if you're going to cut them off after two seconds, is what I don't get.
0: Yeah, there. it's a bad show. Wake
1: Up USA is a bad show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, first there's the debacle with the singing fireman. Yeah. Now there's the thing <laughs> with cutting off Stephanie two seconds in. Your own daughter. Which, it's really good, because...
0: After that happens, Steph says like, oh, that was my big chance and I blew it. I'll never make it as a music star. And Jesse says, oh, there are going to be more opportunities. Hey, Danny, can she go on next week? And then he goes, yeah. And Jesse goes, see?
1: <laughs>
0: and it's like, Steph, what did
1: you think? What did you think was going to happen? Stephanie, your father hosts the show. <laughs> your father hosts the
0: show. That's how you got the gig. Although although there is some reasonable doubt for that, because at the beginning, Danny does say, and it's not just because you're my daughter and my grandson and my dog are in the video, and also we had also Peter Dinklage
1: canceled on us,
0: which, guys, I would have loved to see Peter Dinklage's version of The Boy Next Door.
1: Yes, I was about to say yeah. that. If you didn't, I would have loved to hear Peter Dinklage sing the song. I want to see him dance into it as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So... You know the day goes comes to an end. They're all back. Uh, everybody's healed up from the donuts, and uh, this is one of our favorite lines in the entire series. In this scene, mm-hmm. yeah. where uh, they're they're talking about like the the amazing trip they had, and Fernando's like, yeah, and my uh, selfie of us on the police mom set that I posted to Instagram has over two million likes. Or whatever. It was something well, like I think, that. Yeah, no, like, I it think 400, it's like 400,000 yeah, 400, likes. And,
0: likes. They, and they're like, how did you get so many? And he says, I have 2.5 million followers.
1: And do you want to say the line, Zach? I would love to say the line. Go ahead. Uh, everyone's like, wait, you have two and a half million followers? And he's like, yes. You all seem to forget that I'm a famous race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so good.
0: Because it, in fact, does hardly ever come up that he is a famous race car driver.
2: And, like, I think when we first saw it, like, we had forgotten he was a race car driver. Yeah, we did. And so that, that, that line just stuck with us.
0: We did, in fact, forget that he is a very famous race car driver.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's such a good line, and he sells it so well. Juan Pablo de Pache, please come on our podcast. Please come on the, our podcast. We get
0: it. You're a very famous race car driver. You're busy. But you know what? Life in the fast lane, you can slow down a bit, you can come on a podcast, you can chat for an hour. It's it's all good. It's all, we just, f- it's we want all you here.
1: just fun times with the good time boys and Juan Pablo de Pancha. Fun times yeah. with fun people. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of a fun time with fun people, unless we have anything else to add. Um. Uh,
0: well, there's an emotional beat where DJ says she's a little scared because Matt and the boys seem to be really hitting it off, and what if things don't work out between her and Matt? And Stephanie and Kimmy says, well, we'll always be here for you. And DJ says, good, then you can help me clean the bathroom. And outside in the bushes where Joey went. And then Fernando walks in saying, ooh, I got the last donut. And he's eating a donut. And we all go, Fernando. <laughs> they don't, but we did, like us, the good time <laughs> <Yeah>. boys. <laughs> exactly
1: i think dj's response (laughs) is let's maybe hold off on the bathrooms for a while i also do want to say when they when she asked them to clean the bathrooms they're like stephanie says oh no when we said we'd be here for you we meant like emotionally not physically you should like
0: hire someone for that i don't know i'm not
1: i'm not i'm i don't i don't do bathrooms dj i don't do bathrooms this was a very fun episode fun times with fun people and speaking of more fun times with fun people bringing back my transition from earlier It's time for our favorite segment. (laughs) It's time for Sad Boy of the Week. Sad Boy of the Week. Sad Boy of the Week. Who are our nominees? I have one in mind. I'm trying to think of a couple. Uh, I think the one that immediately comes to mind for me is our boy Uncle Jesse. Uh, Uncle Jesse also did start to come to mind. Also, I want to say Steph. Steph, yes, that's one. Yeah, Steph's a good choice. Uh, I I don't know if it really falls into Sad Boy of the Week material, but I really want to bring up Fernando because he was just wonderful this episode, but I don't think he's a real sad boy. No, he wasn't really a sad boy.
2: He was happy. He He was was very happy this episode. I was thinking either Danny... I was going to bring up
1: Danny. Or Mrs. Lopez. Mm -hmm. Yes, those are both uh, good options as well. So we got Mm -hmm. Danny, Jesse, Steph, Mrs. Lopez, uh... Is there anybody else? Uh, Joey, maybe?
2: Nah, yeah. I don't. I feel like he just wasn't present enough. He wasn't present a lot, and I also just
0: kind of don't want to think about him. <laughs> <laughs> he poisoned a bunch of children. He poisoned a bunch of children. That's true. He poisoned a bunch he of children. He didn't understand health ratings. I'm fine going through with these four nominees, honestly. He he did a Tweety Bird voice and wanted his little bell. Yeah. Yeah. I just I'm. I'm really, I'm starting to get a little upset because I feel like Fernando should be on the board more. And it's just that his particular brand of sadness is, is not actually sad. It's subtle. subtle. He's a pathetic man, but he's
2: often very, very, very happy. Yes. And kind of Maybe he should be on the list because you're right. He wasn't, there's something implicitly sad about a man like going to his wife's or, or fiance. I mean, he was also the reason um, why they all got friends, trapped in the cage. Workplace. It's true. And he's the reason they got trapped in the cage. And he really, really, really wanted to be on the set of Police Mom. It's what he dreams yeah, about okay, at okay. night. Yeah, I think I think I have
0: I think I have my stuff. <laughs> okay, go for it. Run it down for okay, us. Yeah. Who do you want me to start with? Whoever your little heart desires. Okay, because he's on the mind. Let's begin with Fernando. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. The more I think about it, the more I think he has a case because. Fernando, he comes down, he's holding a bunch of bags, and he's telling everyone that he can't find his banana hammock.
2: I forgot about that line. Yeah, I forgot
0: about that line. You're Uh, right. He can't find his banana hammock, and he needs it for the trip. And then he realizes, oh, wait, I'm already wearing it.
1: (laughs) Uh, Correct reaction.
0: (laughs) He's... Very excited to see the set of Police Mom. It's what he's living for. His greatest dream is to see a very boring police set.
1: Just <laughs> so gray bad.
0: walls, very little set
2: decoration. It looks
0: awful. It looks awful. Like
2: it, it looks like a sitcom's yeah. police set. <laughs>
0: it's, very, it's very bad.
2: Yeah.
0: Also... He really should be there for his wife, but he's not. Instead, he went to see the bad set of Police moms.
1: I mean, okay, to be fair, he didn't know that she was going to be hosting the show. That's true. He
2: also planned on arriving back on time. That that is true. These are true things.
0: Still... Seeing, not even like seeing the actress who plays Police Mom, but seeing the set of Police Mom is arguably just as important to Fernando as supporting his wife, <laughs> who aims to get on the show. Zach, you have a hand raised.
1: I was just going to bring up Kimmy as a nomination. because I feel like she, I feel like I'm thinking about this and I'm like, oh, Kimmy has kind of uh, a case okay, as well. Yeah.
0: yeah, Kimmy, yeah. Um, Fernando, he gets them locked into the set. Yes. They're locked there because he wants to take a selfie which honestly now that i think about it using the the being the originator of the phrase fridge fridge it's Fraser's nickname <laughs> it's like fridge but with Fraser. Yeah. it's frage fridge yeah. let's remake full house with Fraser. <laughs> um but now that i think about it being the originator of the phrase selfie does earn you a spot as a Sad Boy nominee alone.
1: That is a fair point. Fernando,
0: later when they get out, he eats the
1: last poisoned donut. (laughs) That's true, he does do that. That, Yeah, we did kind of rush through that. That's
2: really sad. Yeah. It's Fernando. Fernando. Uh, I'm starting to think Fernando might be it, but obviously we have more to go through, so we have a lot of options this
1: episode. There's
0: a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Jesse... Is nervous to meet the adoption person, so he dresses up like Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> God. Um he's so he's so vain. He wants to appear young that he gets rid of the bow tie to try to be like a cool Pee Wee Herman. Eh. He keeps hitting on the adoption lady in front of his wife, and then also hitting on his wife in front of the adoption. I don't know. It's it's very weird strategy. Polyamory. Polyamory. He keeps hitting on the adoption lady. Um, I think that's kind of I can't think of anything else sad that happens to
2: him. No, he doesn't really do much else yeah. sad. Just, yeah. just gets locked in. But
0: yeah, he he gets locked in, is is kind of a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Danny? Danny, first, Peter Dinklage bails on Wake Up USA. <laughs> God. So, Danny has to bring in his daughter to sing her boring song. Um, Danny is left co hostless. He ends up having to host the show with Kimmy Gibbler.
2: <laughs> which is a circle of hell on its own.
0: Yeah. He just has <laughs> to spend his afternoon dealing with Kimmy Gibbler. He is force fed Gibbler goulash,
2: Ugh. which already
0: took a year off his life. Yeah. And then. When he finally gets the chance to introduce his daughter, show her to the world, they run out of time and he cuts her off. Yep. Yep. Stephanie, Stephanie accidentally convinces her boyfriend to steal a baby panda. (laughs) (laughs) That's one. Yeah. Forgets the lyrics to her own song five minutes before she's supposed to go on a show and do it live. Yeah. I guess there's time in the show that she can, be, you know, she can be b- backstage practicing. Um, but she's in curlers and a bathrobe. We should, we should note that that she's in a curlers and a bathrobe the whole episode. Um, <laughs> she gets locked in a cell, gets hoisted above the cell. Gets left there for a moment accidentally <laughs> before everybody remembers. Oh, right. Steph, she's still on top of the cell. <laughs> um She finally gets her chance to sing. But oh, no, it looks like she's going to have to sing in her bathrobe and curlers. She, as the camera is already on her, is ripping her curlers
2: out. <laughs> and then they cut her off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. She really gets just beaten up yeah. this episode <laughs> yeah. Yeah. emotionally.
1: Uh and then yeah. I think Kimmy is another one that I brought up at the end. Because she also she she, does, she spends the entire beginning of the episode convincing Danny to let her on, including stealing a fruit yeah. basket from Stephanie's dressing room. Yeah. It's not so much a lot of the things that happen with Kimmy, it's just Kimmy's
0: overwhelming air of desperation this episode. Yes. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Is that everybody? Did we forget somebody? I think that's everybody.
2: Okay. I I have my pick. I might be letting my personal desires get in the way of my pick, but I'm gonna go Fernando.
0: Okay. Mark. I it's between Steph and Fernando. That's for who me. it is
1: for me. I think I don't yeah. I came into it thinking something else, but then your descriptions, you really gave a very good case for Fernando. I kind yeah. of
0: It might be my personal thing, but that's part of what this is. This segment exists to celebrate the characters we truly love. Yes, I think I'm gonna have to give it to Fernando.
1: Yeah, I think I'm also gonna give it to Fernando. Which, guys, this is a very, very special day because Fernando has once again become the sad boy of the week. The person that we, the character that we pretty much made this segment after, (laughs) and yet somehow has
2: gotten like the least number of picks. Like, not the least number, but. Steve and Jay
0: Money were big Steve contributors.
2: Steve and Jay Money were big contributors. Yeah, Fernando yeah. was the
1: original sad boy.
2: I think Jay Money was the first person we said, We love our sad boy for. Probably. Yeah, well, I, I think it was this. I think it was.
0: We were looking at Steve, and Steve, I think, caused us to go, Wow, there really is a connection between sad man and good character on this show. Yeah. Jay Money is the one where we went, We love our sad boy. And then Fernando just became the mascot of all sad boys.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Fernando, once again, sad boy of the week. The king reclaims his throne. Yes. Please come on our podcast, Juan Pablo de Pache. We, we would love to have you. We just gave your character an award. Not a physical award, but but he won.
2: Yes. We, we can get you an award. It won't be
1: very expensive, but we can get Yeah, we can, like, award. paper mache some stuff together or something. <laughs> Ooh, we should paper mache a
0: Sad Boy Award. That would be neat. <laughs>
1: that would be fun. <laughs> and personally yeah. award it to Juan Pablo de Pache. Like, mail it to him. And, like,
0: you can buy trophies and get trophies and stuff, but I think the fact that we'd paper mache it makes it sadder, oh, which yeah. is appropriate. Oh, yeah, that's
1: exactly why I suggested yes. it.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> But on the subject of paper mache or not on the subject of paper mache. Yeah, I
1: was wondering where you were going with that.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think I have anything else for this episode. Um, remember, guys, to see Juan Pablo DePache's gay cowboy movie, Dashing, in December. Yes.
1: Also, make sure to send us your uh, Panda Heist teams. Remember, it's you and four celebrities. We will be posting ours on our social media, probably, if we remember <laughs> to do this. We record these way in advance. Yeah. We'll remember. We'll write it down. Yeah. <laughs> I will con- I will we will con- I will conduct a fantasy draft after this. Yes. I will make sure everyone knows the rules. But anyway, follow us on social media. We
0: are at Fullest House Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We so appreciate anybody who is listening. So please just all the stuff. I don't know. I'm trying to make it more of a thing than it is, but you know, we we
1: love
2: you all. We, love we you. really cannot believe it that there are people that really there's, yes, that the the there's podcast, anybody listening really to it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate yeah. you, guys, you
1: guys listening to us. Yeah, because we just, you know, we're just fucking around. We just started this stu- doing stupid shit in quarantine, we were like, let's make a podcast about it. So the fact that people are listening is awesome. We appreciate all of you. I'm
0: Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom, and I'm Zach Horowitz. Until next time, may your houses be fuller. And may you live to the ripe old age of almost 40.